0: Welcome to Rayma for Today Radio.
1: But you can't get by just on prayer meetings. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? But you can't get by just on that one, one day a week thing. It's sort of like eating, you know. You can't get by on one meal a week. You'll grow weak after a while. And if you're trying to get by in your prayer life with one, you know, with a prayer meeting, well, it said, what if we have a prayer meeting every night? Prayer meeting, meeting with others to pray is good, but it can never take the place of that secret prayer.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. This week we continue the Timeless Teaching Series by Kenneth E. Hagin, What Jesus Taught About Prayer. This will be an excellent week of teaching. Stay tuned. Plus, later in today's program, I'll give you details on how you can obtain this month's special offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagin with today's
1: message. You may open your Bibles again to Matthew, the sixth chapter. Now, of course, on the subject of prayer, as any other subject, there'll have to be some lapping over, you know, and you, you approach the same truth from maybe a little different standpoint, but yet it's still the same truth, praise God. And uh, after all, you're not going to say something new amen you know the word new is sort of overworked in the advertising world you know everything's new well of course it uh that particular product in that particular bottle or whatever it is new i mean the old one you just used it up whether it's deodorant or whether it's shaving lotion but yet right on the other hand it's the same ingredient from all probability it may be improved some and uh, some folks are always looking for something new from god well he's still in the saving business and everybody to get saved is a new creature glory to god he's still doing something new hallelujah are you listening to me yeah but something he never did before he's not going to do anything he never did before amen amen hey uh, man now we talk about a new wave coming in. Well, thank God for a new wave. But you ever go down on the ocean or down by the seashore and watch the waves come in? One just came in, another's coming in. That other is a new one, but it's the same water. <laughs> the other wave may be a little bigger than the other one that came in. But you see, where folks get off is they think something new's gonna happen, so they get over in the twilight zone. <laughs> Amen. Well, there is a new wave coming. Glory to God. What does that new wave consist of? Everything the old one did too, and maybe a little more. The 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 old wave may have not been but a three foot wave, the new one coming in is five foot. Glory to God. But the reason there's a new one is because the old one's gone. And so there's a new wave coming. Thank God for the new wave. But you see, it's so easy to get off then, and you can go looking for something new, something new, something different, something that nobody else has got. And a lot of times, folks got it in mind, a certain amount of human ego here. You know, I can get something nobody else has got, and they'll think I'm somebody. Don't shout me down that because I'm preaching real good. I, I saw men in the voice of healing. When we were in the voice of healing, 70 or 80 were we ministers with, with a, uh, a healing ministry. And I guess at one time, every person that had just uh, even an average degree of healing ministry, you know, I'm talking about out on the field, uh, was in the voice of healing. Everybody was in it except Brother Oral Roberts. And some of those fellows, I'm thinking of one right now that was a, a great preacher. I'll tell you, I heard that man preach some masterpieces. Absolutely phenomenal. Under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Saw some of the greatest miracles that you've ever seen. But he's he's one of these that's always looking for something new. So he began to come up with this revelation and that revelation and the other revelation until I'll tell you he just simply wound up on the spiritual junk heap. Well, revelation's all right as long as it's in line with the Word of God. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Amen. But when it gets out of line with the Word of God, well, then we're in trouble. Well, we'll charge anything for that. That's all free. Amen. You found the sixth chapter of Matthew. We propose to begin with just to go through these four Gospels and see what Jesus said on the subject of prayer. What did he say about prayer? And discuss his remarks. Now, we've already looked at Matthew 5, 44, and you can look at it again if you want to if you weren't with us. If you don't know for sure what to pray for, well, here's one thing. The latter part of this verse said, pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Amen? So some of you need to get busy praying. Then in the sixth chapter of Matthew, Jesus said in the fifth verse, and when thou prayest, so he's talking about praying again. We looked at these verses. I'm just going to look at them briefly. Thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. So we don't want to be like the hypocrites when it comes to praying. How how are they? Well, Jesus went on saying, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues. Well, you see, the synagogues of that day was the house where they met to worship. That would correspond to the church house today. If if you just, uh, you know, pray in church and nowhere else, you're in trouble. If that's all your life, prayer life consists of is just praying when you're in church. And I'm sure that there's some folks that just love to pray to be seen of men. He says here about these folks that they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thy prayest, enter into thy closet. When thou shut thy door, pray to thy Father which seeth in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Now that doesn't mean you have to get in your clothes closet to pray. I'll reiterate that. But there is a thought here that we need to get. And that is that the majority of our praying should be between us and God. Secret. Amen. Now, thank God for prayer meetings. Don't misunderstand me at all. But you can't get by just on prayer meetings. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? But you can't get by just on that one, one day a week thing. It's sort of like eating. You know, you can't get by on one meal a week. You'll grow weak after a while. And if you're trying to get by in your prayer life with one, you know, with a prayer meeting, well, it said, what if we have a prayer meeting every night? prayer meeting, meeting with others to pray is good, but it can never take the place of that secret prayer. Amen? Amen. There'll always be something lacking about your prayer life and your spiritual life if you don't maintain that communion between your spirit and God on a personal basis. You see, uh, the meetings usually when we have prayer meetings are for a different purpose. Now, he went on to say also that when you pray, use not vain repetition, just saying the same thing over and over again as the heathens do, for they think that they'll be heard because of their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. Then we went into what the so-called Lord's Prayer. After this manner, therefore, I want to reiterate, I said this before, and I want to comment a little bit more on it, that this prayer is a prayer that the Lord Jesus gave to the disciples to pray during that interim when the old covenant's going out and the new one's coming in. It is not the the church at prayer. It is not New Testament norm praying. Now, I didn't say there isn't something we can't learn from it, because we can. And we pointed out some very important facts yesterday. Uh, among other things, you'll notice that the name of Jesus is not mentioned in this prayer. Is it? I said, is it? You see, very often in church services, you, you see those who are not familiar with the New Testament as they should be. We'll say, you know, uh, in their praying a lot of time, even Lord, as thou taught us to pray, and they'll, then re- we'll repeat this Lord's prayer. But you see, uh, you, you don't pray anything in this prayer in the name of Jesus. Jesus gave this prayer to them there at the beginning of his ministry and at the end of his ministry in John 16, he changed their way of praying. He said, hitherto you've asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Now, secondly, I want you to notice this. Forgive us our debts or our trespasses as we forgive our debtors or those that trespass against us. We do not forgive that way. I said, we do not forgive that way in the church. Ephesians 4.32 said, But be ye kind, tender-hearted, one toward another, forgiving one another. How? Even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven us. See, forgive us our debts as we forgive those who are indebted to us. Or forgive us our trespasses in what we call the Lord's Prayer as we forgive those who trespass against us. But God didn't forgive us because we forgave him. He forgave us for Christ's sake. Amen? Amen. And then we forgive, not because folks forgive us or we forgave somebody, we forgive for Christ's sake. Can you see that? Now, you can only do that if you have been born again. Because you see what it said, "Be ye kind, tender-hearted, one toward another, forgiving one another. Forgiving one another. Now notice the next word, three words: even as God. Now forgiving one another, even as God forgives. Well, God is love, hallelujah. Love forgives. And you see, the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts, the scripture said, by the Holy Ghost. That's a reason I can forgive like that. Can you say amen? Now listen.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Call now to get this month's special offer, Lynette's Bargain Bag, Activating Your Faith Package. The mini book. Faith Takes Back What the Devil Stolen by Ken Hagen The mini book, Blueprint for Building Strong Faith by Ken Hagen The book, Speak to Your Mountain by Ken Hagen The slimline book, The Real Faith by Kenneth E. Hagen The book, Exceedingly Growing Faith by Kenneth E. Hagen And the single CD, Words by Kenneth E. Hagen These are being offered for a price of $19.95 Don't delay, act right now
1: Well, you know, in July, right into this month. Yeah, camp about meeting. About two weeks from now or yeah. so, uh, we're going to have uh, our camp meeting. Yes. July the 20th through the 25th, right, right here, here on the Rhema campus. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, if you want to find out about it, you can go to our rhema.org and the information's there. Yes.
0: Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen, what Jesus Taught About Prayer. Thanks for listening to REMA for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.